Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Having a Mom Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Warner. This podcast is all about taking a few moments for yourself and reconnecting to the amazing woman behind the title of mom. You have so many plates spinning at any given time between your kids, your partner, your job, maintaining your household, etc., etc. But where does taking time just for you play into that? Let's spend some time together, you and me, right now. We're going to connect, tune in, and tap in to what makes us the incredible woman that we are. We'll nurture ourselves so that we can pour into those who can count on us. We'll also hear from other moms to learn about the ways in which they've tapped into alignment in their own motherhood journeys. Let's roll. We're having a mom moment. Hello, friends. I'm so happy to have another guest episode for you today. This week, we're chatting with my other friend, Mary. Yes, I have not one, but two amazing Marys in my life. Mary and I met at work eight years ago. We hit it off immediately and are, in my opinion, totally kindred spirits. We just get each other, and having her as a coworker has been such a gift. She's totally a bright, shining light to help you get through those rough days at work. Besides working together, a lot has happened for us over the last eight years personally, and it has been fun to be a part of each other's lives from home purchases, your wedding, and you cheering me on through motherhood and through this whole having a mom moment endeavor. I'm thrilled that Mary will officially be joining the motherhood ranks here very soon as she welcomes her first baby in just a few short weeks. Welcome, Mary. I'm so excited to have you on the show with us today. Oh my God, what a beautiful intro. That is just stunning. I'm so happy to be here. And it's so, so much fun. Yeah, we've had many years of talking about dreams and goals, and it's just so cool to see it all coming to life for us. So, you know, with, with family stuff and just with like side project stuff. So I know it's been a lot for years and years and years. I know I was thinking back, like how long has it actually been? And I did the math. I'm like, oh yeah, it has been a minute for sure. So a lot has happened. A long time. It's been good. And it's so great when you find someone at work where you're like, wait a minute, I think we're on the same wavelength here, you know, and then you like a genuine friendship forms and it's so nice. I know. I know it's been, gosh, what? Yeah. Eight years. You said eight years. But it was 2015, right? Mm-hmm. I was yeah. 23. Oh my gosh. 30. I'll be 30. Just a baby. Just a I know. Oh I know. Gosh. It's just crazy. Mm. I remember that one time we went to go get coffee together. You wanted to pick my brain on something. And I was like, yeah, coffee sounds great. And I was like 16 minutes pregnant and like trying to cut my caffeine in. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. so cute. I like don't for that because I have the worst memory ever. Was it like earlier on? Was it like 2015, 2016 or something? 2016. It was a long time ago. Like how real. I know. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's, it's fun to think because we were both transplants to Asheville and like the fact that we ended up at the same place, you know, I don't think it's a coincidence, especially like my background was not in that at all. Like it was a little bit more, the, the path made more sense for you, but really, I don't think it's a coincidence that we ended up there together. No, definitely not. It's, and it's, it's just, and the fact that you ended up moving back to Michigan too, it's like what, three years ago. Mm, so it's two, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's bizarre how, how things, how, I don't know, you kind of inter intertwine with people at different seasons in your life and then um, just connect and like inspire and everything. And that's obviously been our story. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> I would say thank God for the work messaging channels where we can be like, 
Hey, I'm listening to this amazing podcast. Like you should listen to this episode and Hey, I know motivation over here. I know we're always like full on with the podcast. So it's, it's like full circle. It is full circle. All of our, all of our favorite inspirational podcasts. Cause there's not many, there's not a ton, you know, it's like you have certain friends that you can talk to about stuff like that. And certain friends that probably would like, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want, you know, I don't want to listen to that or whatever. And we were always like, oh my God, I love it. (laughs) You need to listen to this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, this episode's fire. You're going to love it. (laughs) You keep me young. I'm like, this one's really neat. It's really good. (laughs) So, so exciting that you're getting ready to officially be a mama yourself here so, so soon. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your journey into motherhood so far? And of course, like everyone else, I assumed that it would be like, oh, month one, I'm pregnant. No, you know, it's that it was like, it was like eight months and it was totally fine but I did find that it was a bit more taxing than I realized it would be at the end, kind of at the end of it all. <laughs> like, yeah, it just, you just don't think it's going to like bother you as much because, mm-hmm. you know, you know, everything's like in a certain timing and you know, it's, it's meant to be, but you kind of hope and like dream this will be the month, you know, month one or month two. And of course, Um, it's like that classic story when you kind of just like stop thinking about timeline as when it all happens. It's like, duh. So that's kind of what happened. So yeah, I found out in November. So it was like the day after my friend's wedding. And of course I had like some lovely wine. I had all sorts of delicious beverages. Right. And then you like spiral for a day and then you're like, wait, it's fine. Um, (laughs) but for a minute you're like, good lord what have I done what have I done Mm -hmm. and um and so I very much look forward to a delicious beverage in a few short weeks I will I have a blender prepared um for margaritas and um all sorts of delicious drinks but um no I actually I've really enjoyed pregnancy it's really I think it's awesome I mean at this point I'm uncomfortable which I Mm -hmm. think most people feel um, like I have, you know, the, the swelling of the feet and legs and just like sleeping is tricky and, and kind of tough and just like waddling everywhere is kind of a new experience. Yeah. Never done that before. Yes. Um, and like, we were kind of chatting about before, like my frame is, you know, I'm like five, three, not super petite, but like smaller frames. Yeah. For me to have all this extra stuff, all this extra weight. I'm like, damn, I think I'm looking forward to, uh, to meeting, meeting her and it's been a minute. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I know. And then you're like, what body is this? And if Mm -hmm. I can give any, I think advice about that, it's just something. And I think you're good with this. I don't think you have a problem with it, but it's like, trying to love your body as it is now because it's doing such an important job. And then even after giving yourself and your body as much grace as you can, because you're doing an important job. And it took so many months, almost a year to get to the point of delivery. And it's not going to snap back. That snap back thing is bullshit, Totally, you know, and just 
just try to love your body where it's at and you will get back to a point where you're comfortable. It may just take longer than you think it will. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, I like didn't even mind because I've always been like super kind of just slender thin, but almost to the point where I was like, man, that would be nice to have like a little bit more meat on my bones. You know, I just, yeah. I just always just really thin no matter what I did, which I know it's like the most annoying thing for anyone. <laughs> like, I know that's like the most, you know, oh, I'm just thin. I don't know. But it's true. Like, some, we, this is true for some of us. Like, we just can't. We just don't really put on weight, even if we want to. And so I, I absolutely didn't mind, don't mind having extra weight um, on. And so for me, I'm like, okay, actually, I feel, I feel pretty, pretty good in my body. And I just need to get, it'll be nice to kind of like get back to like a more normal, like yes. non-waddling state. Yes. But yeah, I think it's really important too, to, to just take it day by day. Yeah. I mean, just maintaining a good body image. Like I, it, it, it is so important. Like not once through this entire pregnancy have I been like, oh, you know, I'm gross or, oh, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. Like, I don't, I think it's, I think it's beautiful what our bodies can do. And uh, yeah, I mean, I look different than I'm used to seeing myself, but mm-hmm. it's kind of part of like a transformation that we all kind of step into mm-hmm. when we, when we decide this is something we, we want to do. I will say that you can have like the intention that you're like, this is good. Unfortunately for most of us, I think there's a day where you're like, I think I'm going to put on those jeans Mm. that I used to wear. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to happen. And you're going to be a little weepy that day and you're going to put the jeans on and it's going to be a terrible idea. And you're going to go, no, (laughs) no, this is awful. And you know, that's when you have to like pet yourself to be like, all right, no, no, no. It's a stupid pants, no, not totally. me. It's fine. You know, those pants were for a body that is not going through this and maybe they'll fit again someday. And if they don't, that's okay too. Like next. Yeah. Like even I think in the very beginning, I think like December, which would have been, I don't know, like what, like three months in, I was still like wearing jeans and it was like not very comfortable, but I was still doing it. And, and then I remember the day came where I just like, just could not wear anything tight anymore and it does kind of like bother you because you're like what what the heck like I just want to like put my clothes on so now I'm in these like little short things that are like high-waisted and you know what they're really comfortable and then they're like things that fit me and dresses and stuff and it's fine Mm -hmm. but yeah the pant the pant thing is like whole that's a whole thing the dresses are where it's at I know it's hard to be pregnant in the summer especially as far along as you are but the dresses. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. 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 And almost it's not so bad. It's not really warm here yet, Yeah, but, um, but yeah, the, the pants really got me when it was like still really cold here. I was like, I can't put pants on. And I have like mm-hmm. leggings on, but it's like too cold for leggings. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. You try to get away yeah. with like what you can. I did. I have worn that dress a few times you sent me. That's been nice. That okay. red one, that Good. cranberry one. Yeah. It's but I tried the shorts on you sent me and I, <laughs> and they, they, nope, that maybe they would have fit like a month, two months ago. Oh, <laughs> just like with any women's clothing, like clothing, the maternity clothing doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Wait, I was like, oh, these will fit. And I put, I put them on and I was like, nope, <laughs> I was already too big for that. It like depends the way you're carrying too, you know, like I have a longer torso. So like my, right, right. 
belly was like longer than than round with both yeah mine's hips. like bowling ball style because of my I think my my height <laughs> I know our the people listening cannot see you but I know maybe someone who knows you knows exactly what we're talking about but you have the cutest little frame and you're oh, you're not you. that short you are five no. three, like you said but like you're just you just is, is petite you know mm-hmm, you just mm-hmm. have this yeah, this little frame. So I seem taller than I actually am. I, I, I think you I'm, do. Like, I think I'm, I don't know. The doctor said five, four, but I'm like, I think it's five, three. My lesson says five, four. I don't know if I believe that. I think I'm lying. Yeah. You don't strike me <laughs> as short. You do seem taller. Yeah. I feel like when I go stretches without seeing you, I'm like, oh yeah, you are. T- I remember. You're like, oh, she's, she's kind of tiny. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's actually quite small. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh stick you in my pocket. No. <laughs> I know. So you're at the point where sleep is uncomfortable. Are you getting up multiple times a night or are you? Yeah. I mean, I always kind of got up middle of the night to pee and everything, but yeah, it's like I switched to one side and she like completely goes to that side. And I'm like, hey listen, can we get a little balance of gravity or, you know, like a weight distribution? Can you be on one side while I'm on one side? Like, can we strike yeah. a deal? No. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to be on that side. And then I switch and then she's like, I'm going to move to that side now. So she's very festive. There's a lot of festivity going yeah. on in there. Um, Love it. it's getting to the point where it's like, before it was like, Oh my God, the kicks are so cute. Now I'm like, they're kind of painful, Yeah, but not like, ow it's just more like oh you know it just kind of yeah yeah or it finds if they find a new organ to punch like that's a new yeah 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 exactly and then it's like weird cramping and every day is a new adventure but what's cool is like we really don't have to do anything our our bodies know what to do and they're working (laughs) they're working together so yeah you know, you don't have to think like, Oh, I have to grow a right pinky today. Better focus on that. You know? Yeah, Yeah. it is. It's, it's, it's so cool. It's so interesting how that all, how that all works out. Yeah. It's also interesting too, how they can pinpoint things like my former colleagues when I was teaching, she's still a friend of mine, but her, she had a fever at one point in her pregnancy. And then when her daughter was older, Mm -hmm. it started to go to the dentist. Um, her dentist was like, Hey, she doesn't have enamel on these back teeth. Can I ask you, did you have a fever sometime between week X and week Y during your pregnancy? No and way. Able to narrow it down like into this very, like within like a month or something. And she was like, I did. I was actually really sick. And I was like, that would make sense. He's like, that's when the, enor- the enamel is forming on the teeth. It's not a big deal. We'll put sealants on it. But it was like so interesting where it's all got a timeline and things are all happening, you know, in, in a certain way, a certain time, which I guess makes sense. But to be able to be like, oh, this isn't quote unquote normal. Were you sick at this period? Yes. Okay. That explains it. No big deal. That is so cool. Stuff is happening that we don't even... <laughs> Mm-hmm. like know about which just is mind-blowing and in and of itself mm-hmm. because we try to like you know we I know you're we chatting about this earlier but like the control aspect you know as as mm-hmm. humans we try to control everything and da, da, da. it's mm-hmm. like okay well there's things that just happen especially in pregnancy and birth that are out of our control and that's the point the point is that it's this beautiful like miracle of life and everything's working in exact 
exactly the same rhythm and all the, all the timing is, is lining up um, mm-hmm. for everything to, to happen. Mind blowing. Yes. It's interesting. And I've had this conversation with other moms as well. And I've had my own experience of like, you know, you as a planner, like want things to happen at a certain time. And you're thinking this would be a great time if I got pregnant now and then the baby was born here and then it doesn't happen that way. But then something else is going on in your life when you're like, wow, like yeah. that, thank God. And I, you know, with me, my dad passed 18 days before Everly was born and we were trying to get pregnant and had she been born a month sooner, had I not not conceived that time, like that would have been a whole problem going through all of that with her not on the inside. I mean, it was hard, but like, it gave me some reason to like take care of myself and get through it. Like, thank God. So, I mean, even in like less ideal situations, you can look back and go, okay, someone's timing is better than mine. And just to it's it's so true. There's always something happening in the background that you might not know about until it's revealed. Mm -hmm. And and so, yeah, trying to plan it and it, it is, it, I mean, it can cause, I've been definitely super excited and calm about birth, but at the same time, a little nervous because it just, it, it feels like there's that unknown factor, but then there's also that like transformation factor where you're like, can I do it? Or you know, what if I fail or, I mean, I don't know. It's just like normal with anything. And on the other side of all that, as we all know, because that's happens every time with anything you, you end up surprising yourself with how, just how much you're just how capable you are and how much you can come through for yourself. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's beyond the fear is so much abundance and. Oh, so good right oh so mm. good gets you so, so juicy um yeah that's amazing I just like want to put a pin in that and savor it for a minute but <laughs> can we circle back to the the fear you said you you fear that you might fail what in your mind right now is failure like what does that look like well so I've been doing a lot of reading and you know classes and things like that just on and just self introspection too of you know i really would like to experience birth um i would like to experience it unmedicated and i know that's kind of a it's funny because it's almost like an unpopular opinion but then it's like not because there's so many on both women on both sides who are like either for or against but then of course there's the reality of it which is everyone needs to do what's best for themselves and like mm-hmm. what they feel strongly for you know what i mean like you, that's anything in life. You shouldn't be saying, Oh, this is the right way. This is the wrong way. Um, but I really, for myself, I think our bodies were built, absolutely built to birth. And I think even if we don't do anything, that baby's still coming. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, it's, it's, it's so multifaceted, but so yeah, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm open, of course. I don't want to put any, you know, constraints, but I'm 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 nervous because it's I've never done it before. It's the unknown that can I do it? And I know deep down, like in my in 
my soul. I don't whatever. You, yeah. you know, no, it is. It's, it's, your, right? it's your ego that is telling you that yes, you exactly. have to out and that maybe you can't. Exactly. Like I know in the fiber of my being, I can do it, but I think, yeah, it's like my, yeah, ego or my anything just coming out and being like, but what if you can't, what if you can't do it? And that wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't, that wouldn't be a failure. It's mm-hmm. just easy to not believe in yourself. Of course. It's with, so with easy anything. to be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm. And it's, and it's hard. It is hard to believe in yourself because then you're like kind of putting that pressure and expectation, but, but it shouldn't be like, it shouldn't be like that. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a little bit fearful of what if it's too hard, but, uh, but just cause something's hard doesn't mean it's bad. Of course, you know, hard doesn't mean horrible and awful and it hard just means hard. It, 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 right. it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean like it didn't work or you're not capable and you didn't do it. It just means it wasn't like a freaking walk in the park. You know, it wasn't right. a piece of cake. But look how many hard things you've already been through. Exactly. And that's why I kind of, I feel that drive mm-hmm. because I feel that it will be transformative for me. Like I, I really feel like I spent, you know, you, you, you always, you think about it. if you want kids someday, you think what will it be like? How will I be during childbirth? You know, you kind of go through that little like fear cycle of it. And then you kind of find resolve and you're like, oh, I'll figure it out. And then you kind of just forget about it because it's not, it's not right in your face, staring you in the face, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Some women tear other women down, like for their birth preferences. It's like, yeah. hey, hey, that's your story. Right. You, that's great. Good for you. You get to have that, whether it was good or bad, that's your thing. But you know what? Don't put that on someone else. That's right. not their experience. Right. And, and you should want the most positive experience. You're more in the moment or do you feel like you were, you were in the moment for both times? Um, they were very, they were both very different with Emerson's. I was just trying to get through it and I didn't realize how much I was going to have to labor at home before I could get to the mm-hmm. hospital. Get the okay. because I started, you know, very, very early labor that morning. And then I didn't get the epidural until like midnight and it really picked up right. eight or nine. And I had like three or four very, very uncomfortable hours at home with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very happy to get the epidural because I was in a lot of pain. Um, with Everly, I definitely was more present and uh, while I was at home. Um, and then I hit that transition phase because I remember hearing about it in the birth class and I, Ryan was like getting the car ready at the last minute. Like, and I was like, we gotta go. And I remember sitting on the bed and I fell asleep, but I was sitting and I fell asleep and nodded off between contractions. And he came back in and I was like, we're in trouble. Like we waited too long. Like, but I was very in the know of where I was in the process. Mm -hmm. Although I was still surprised when I got to the hospital and they were like, oh, it's go time. It's go time. But I was were, were you more into what was happening. Yeah, that's a good point because it's like you're totally in your body at that point. You're not any sensation being cut off. So you're like, okay. But do, so do you think that you transitioned at home? Mm-hmm. I do. Oh, I didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. I just assumed you were at the hospital already. I think I really. did. I, I think. Oh I my mean, God. I, that's wild. 
Yeah, I when I got to the hospital, I was at least an eight. I think I blacked out as soon as I put put it together <laughs> that I was not going to be medicated for this job. Oh I think I blacked out. All <laughs> downhill from there. Oh my god, yeah. that's so funny. So well, yeah, because the next day they were like, "Oh, you're the one." Oh yeah. Okay. We heard about you. Good thing your water didn't break before you got here. You would have had that baby in the car. I was like, you're like, thank you. Yeah. 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 It's so, it's so cool. Just reading, you know, just from reading and listening and things like that with, um, with labor is, yeah, they say like, it's sort of manageable until transition. And then at transition, you're like, I can't do this anymore but it's so interesting because you're almost there. So it's like when you reach your limit, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I just can't, I can't do this. But then it's, it's crazy because it's like, you think you're, you think your body's going to give up, but your mind, your mind's going to give up before your body gives up. Right. With anything. But, um, but it's crazy because then usually the baby's born very shortly after you said like within 30 minutes, she was here. Yeah, it's kind of blending together now. Like I said, I remember falling asleep during like those contractions, like at home, um, just for a few minutes before we left and then getting to the hospital and it was kind of a blur and I thought I was going to keel over from my my pain. Now here's my thing, Mary. You're talking to a woman who was never planning on having a natural childbirth. So I didn't have my head in the game. I was not with strategies and things to, and this is not to scare you. I just wasn't there. I was like, no, oh, right. I'm hospital. They're going to stick a needle in my back mm-hmm. and I'm going to be happy. I'm going to, you know, just skate through it. But yes, I think if you are doing the prep work and laying the groundwork and prepared with strategies for you and for your husband to be a support mm-hmm. partner, I think you're going to be fine. Um, I was not prepared. It was like, dropping into like a final of a class and never having shown up for a lecture, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, Oh, what? Well, and that's so interesting that you say that. Cause I have wondered, you know, because not like you're in your situation, sometimes you can't get the epidural at all or right. it doesn't work. Right. My mom and one of her, um, my mom did natural except for, I believe my little brother. Well, not sorry, not natural. Cause of course it's all natural, but like, um, like, did the epidural or did non-epidural for all of her but I believe she did for my little brother and she said it like didn't work you know she'd already had not like unmedicated before so she was like it's fine but but she thought oh sure you know fourth yeah. kid all didn't freaking work so uh so sometimes it won't work and so I was wondering how that would be for because of course you know you can prep as much as you want and there's still gonna be curveballs but I am glad that I'm I have some prep work, but I have, I have been curious what happens if there's no prep work and you're maybe just not, your mind's not in the, you know, your head's not in the game. Um, you're me. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine that would be a little bit like, um, I'm already nervous enough. I imagine that would be even more nerve wracking for me. It was like, I, once I realized that I was too late to get an epidural, I panicked. Mm-hmm. Whereas if if that was my game plan all along and I was more present in my body and I was like, okay, now the, or I had someone to, you know, my husband to coach me, like, here's what we're going to do next or whatever. But I went from, oh my gosh, I got here very late. I'm very far. (laughs) I don't know how much farther I have left. It's kind of hurt already. And I don't like, and now, and then I was scared because I wasn't prepared. I was very scared. Um, 
I was not scared to have another epidural birth, but mm. at the 11th mm-hmm. hour to face a natural birth that I was not planning on having, it scared me. So I was totally in my head, mm-hmm. uh, not in my body. Um, and I was just like, get her out now. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's where I went. And I think I was doing more forcing than allowing. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, and she came out and everything was fine, but I think had I been in the headspace of going through it naturally and then not being so scared and then just letting my body do its work instead of trying to like, just get the baby out because I wanted it to be over. Um, I think it would have been a different experience. I think, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's so, oh, it's so tricky. Cause it's like, that is the ideal, but of course we're always going to like sort of get in our head. Like I was just, just last night with getting in my head, but what if I can't, what if I can't do it? This and that, you know what I'm saying? Like, but if we can just drop in. Yes. Surrender. Yes. I know it's so unnatural. It doesn't, it feels wrong. Cause you're like, okay, well I'm not very comfortable right now. Yeah. Why would I like just surrender and trust that my body knows what it's doing, but it does. It does. Yeah. And, um, and I think, I know I'll have, to, I'll have to keep that in mind and Seth will have to remind me because I guarantee you there will yes. be multiple times I will kind of just retreat to my head and then I think given his background though he'll be good at yeah. staying in the yeah, zone I, you know yeah yeah he'll be he'll yeah. be great yeah. yeah it's just um oh exactly it's just like I think I lost my train of thought um, well, look, she's coming out one way or another. <laughs> There's only a couple avenues she can take. And I yeah. think today, like, as long as she arrives, you're good. And whatever is going to be, is going to be. And it's, you know, there, there are women who, like my other Mary, who had like this marathon labor that went on. I think she went to the hospital Sunday and we kept like texting her husband for updates because we were very close. And then it was like, Wednesday, I think before their daughter was born, oh it my was God. like, oh my gosh, she was induced. So that, okay. part, you know, took a while, but, um, yeah. finally at the end, cause she wanted to try natural and she was doing good for mm-hmm. so long and she was just so exhausted that she oh, had to get exactly. Yeah. So but there's no shame in it, you know, too. like, no. And I've heard that too, that there's like, you know, if it's like a marathon labor and, and the mom just wants to, you know, honestly, just like rest and sleep. Um, yeah many different reasons and it's just it's cool to just kind of go with the flow um which doesn't feel natural for me in that setting because it's like you know your physical discomfort so you're like hmm why would I go with the flow right now <laughs> you know yeah. but it's such a good mental barrier to get over yeah. and like I that's why I'm that's why I'm excited and nervous but mostly excited because I think Um, and also the more you kind of have that fear, um, I've been learning about this, like fear, pain, tension cycle, where like, you're afraid, Ooh, that leads to pain. You're not releasing the oxytocin that you need to release. You know what I'm saying? It's like all this cool stuff that your brain does versus when you're like releasing dopamine and oxytocin from like really just dropping in and surrendering yes if you're fighting against it you're fighting against what's happening yeah you're just you're the the pain cycles just continuing and you you just keep it keeps getting 
worse. And like, we're saying like the panic sets in that is totally natural. Like imagine you're scuba diving. Right. And then like, I I don't scuba dive, but, but, you know, like people, people do, you know, Mm -hmm. you scuba dive. My mom told me a story once, you know, like, cause she used to scuba dive with my dad. And, um, like, if you can't, you you can't, you can't panic and get in your head because you'll start like getting confused or, and like, there's so many stories out there of like somebody taking their oxygen source because they, they're panicking. And then, you know, it's kind of like that. It's like, you're, you're discombobulating your, and then everything kind of starts falling apart and, Mm -hmm. and you gotta, you just gotta zip yourself back up into like a pretty little package. What is that? We used to say the pink bubble. Remember oh, pink go- bubble, like Glenda the Good Witch in your, in your yeah. pink bubble. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That'd be so good for you. Okay. So a couple mm-hmm. things. It was super funny. First, when you were talking about scuba diving, like you're preparing to go scuba diving. Like you're taking your certification course right now. Me, on the other hand, I thought I was just going to go snorkeling along the beach. And next thing I know, I end up on the boat and I get thrown over to scuba dive. Like that was my... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah, was I love scene. that. Yeah. You're like, uh, we're going snorkeling, right? Like I'm putting flippers on and I'm going to yeah. be on the surface of the water. Right. And they're like, no, you're going scuba diving today. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then about the, like being in the water and I was thinking this before, but it just lines up so beautifully. Like if you can just drop into the motion of it, because those yeah. contractions do eventually get more rhythmic in the beginning, they're kind of all over the place. And I think that kind of turned on that fear pain cycle for me because it was like, here's one, here's another. Are they too close? Should we have left? Now they're spacing out because there's the whole, when do I go to the hospital thing? But they do get to a point where you can kind of, you know, predict when the next one's coming because they're getting um, more into a rhythm. And if you can just kind of ride that wave through it. Yeah. That's good advice. Cause I have been, you know, I'm like, Oh, you know, what will it be like in the beginning, this and that. And you know, if Seth's at, um, on shift, um, you know, mm. I'm like, Oh, and he's like, it's okay. Like I'll rush home, you know, 20 minutes away. Yeah. It's like it, reminding yourself that it will, it will even out yeah. and make more sense. And like anything, it's going to be kind of messy in the beginning. It'll be like, Oh, what's happening? I mean, literally <laughs> and figuratively yeah. messy in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. But you're going to come out on the other side and you're going to be like, yes. I mean, no. regardless, I mean, even after having Emerson medicated, I was like, I grew a baby and now it's outside of my body. Like, look at this. So cool. I yeah. know. It's like, it's like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And we spent all this time like incubating them and then they're here. On the outside. Um, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so there is, I felt like for us, like an introductory period. I remember, I mean, with Emerson, I was like, whoa, but with Everly, she was screaming at me the second day in the hospital. And I was like, it's okay. Like, you know me, but you don't like know me, know me. Like we're just getting reacquainted. Like, it's okay. It's okay. You know? And it's like, you're not doing anything wrong. It's just like, it's a lot for them. You know, your instincts are all kicking in. They're all like, "Ah!" it's so weird to think about that. They like, yeah, they like exactly like they know us, but they but they don't. It's like meeting a pen pal. Do you remember pen pals? Yeah. Did you ever have a pen pal and then meet a pen uh, pal? I don't. Gosh, probably. I don't think so. No. Our elementary schools, like across town, had pen pals when I was like <laughs> in fifth grade, and like we would send like ten letters, and then at the end of the year, we would come up, like come to each other's schools and meet. And I, it was very like, whoa, 
You're like, I know, <laughs> I know you. everything about you, but this is weird. <laughs> that's so funny. That's such a good way to put it. Like a yeah. pen pal. <laughs> like a pen pal. <laughs> They're sending you little baby, messages from the inside and you're talking to them baby on the pen outside. Pal. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not vocally communicating. You're just like, okay, she really likes Mexican food. Got it. Noted. You know? Noted. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Can we like jump forward a little bit since we yeah. you're a planner? I resonate with that. Yeah. Um, have you made any plans of what life is going to look like after she gets here and how you're going to kind of transition? Um, I know it's a part we don't think about a whole lot, but it's something that I like yeah. Yeah. looking back like and focused on because we're all like the baby's here. It's all about the baby. But- no, I think that I totally, I think that's so like important for people to think about. Cause I think it's so easy to just get stuck on birth and then she's here you know baby's here and then you don't really consider life that life goes on I mean of mm-hmm. course it's like fuller and richer and I mean oh wow this is amazing but life does continue you know it's like yeah. and so um can, kind of maintaining a little bit of like normalcy of like what you're used to I think well so I'll be off work for 12 weeks so it'll be um six weeks paid six yeah. weeks unpaid and, and so with Seth, with this firefighter schedule, they actually get really good paternity leave. So they get four to five months or something like that. It's really nice. And he four can to spread five it. Months. Yeah. Please he elaborate. Can, like, yeah. Okay. They can like spread it out and kind of, so he, cause he works on 24 hour shifts. Okay. So he would do his regular schedule until um, I go back in October. Then he would try to do night shifts until January okay and then at that point because I work from home I think whenever the days he's not home which would only be like two days a week um I think we probably just get like a little part-time help in the house and um while I work and and kind of swing it that way um but it's really actually the firefighter schedule is really nice because you know half of the shift is nighttime so of course I'll you know I'll be alone for some sometimes but it's not like a traditional Monday through Friday where he's just yeah. like gone and I have gone. no help yeah. like I mean, he really will be home a lot yeah um so that's really cool you touched um, on the working part but I mean you know yeah I think I mean we have we we have such a strong group of friends here that really do feel like our family and uh they're so excited like it's just everything is falling into place and it doesn't feel like I don't know we just we don't feel this like scarcity around it of like oh we're having a baby that means like that's it yeah we can't go and do things anymore like we're so excited to like have a richer fuller more abundant life because of it like we just we don't see it that way yeah and I think we're going to of course life will change life should change you know you why why would you want it to stay even just like our marriage the last five years like everything is just so different and better yeah and and richer than it was you know it's like it wasn't like it was ever nothing's ever bad it's just that you're like wow we're so much yeah. Just, we're so different now we, we've really grown together and so it's just like we love our life and we're so excited to add her in it 
Yeah. And, and it, you know, I know a lot of people, they struggle with that, with identity and mm-hmm. sort of, but I know you and I talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. It's really important to me to, and to Seth, it's really important for us to maintain who we are mm-hmm. and add in parents as another check mark on our identity, yeah. not our entire identity is mom and dad. Um, I just don't know if that's really that helpful. Like why, why would you wake up one day and decide you're a totally different person? You wouldn't, right. you know, that's not natural. Right. right. Well, I think that's good so, that you've got a good group. I think that's going to help. And if they're excited for her to be part of it and then, you, oh, can yeah. just kind of, you know, especially when they're little, you can bring them along and it helps you maintain, you know, the sense of kind of who you, I don't want to say were, but like the, before, yeah. you know, the pre, the pre baby version. Um, yeah, I would say soak that up as much as you can, because once they start moving, it gets a little more challenging mm-hmm. to incorporate them into things. You know, you're like, uh, exactly when they're little and you can just put them in a carrier mm-hmm. or whatever, and they just sleep most of the time. Like, yes, exactly. And it's like, yeah, there will always be that next challenging stage. Right. And so you kind of, it's like, you, you always think the stage you're in is like the most challenging. Right. And then you go to the next stage and like, Oh, actually it wasn't that it was this stage. So yeah. I think just staying open to um, like what you resist persists. So if mm-hmm. you're resisting this change, which is totally natural, I totally it's like in Wayne's world when they're like, we fear change. I don't know if you remember that line, but I always joke about that in my mind. <laughs> no, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, it's just like we, as people, like we, we fear change, you know, it's like, we're like, no, no, anything yeah. different. No. But then usually when that change happens, we're like, oh my God, it's so much better. Yeah, It's so much better. And I didn't lose who I was because of it. In fact, I shed parts that I didn't need anymore and that weren't yes. serving We've talked about that before where like you just set things down because you just don't have the capacity for them anymore, you know, and it's like not even not even the important stuff. You're just like, why was I carrying that around? Like yeah. that was just kind of a pain in my butt and I was carrying it with me for no reason. And now I've set it down and I feel so much better. It's not that big of a deal. I will say from like doing it twice now, and we've said this about ourselves both times, like, oh, we should have taken the baby out mm-hmm. more when they were littler. And it was easier. It was a little harder with Everly because it was like we were still in COVID. Yeah. And it was scary and it was winter. Um, yeah, it was cold as all get out. Yeah. So we had to be very choosy about the ways in which we took her out of the house. But yeah, once they're able to move and shake a little bit, then it's, it gets a little more tricky to integrate them into those things. And, and those are the times when you're like, Oh, nap time is at this time. Like we're going to stay home during nap time. We'll catch you after because we need the, um, you know, two hours of them being contained and not getting into everything. Exactly. And so it's almost like you, yeah. Like when, when you're at that point where you're like, Oh, let's go out. Then you feel like, Oh, well, that's, that's harder. You know, it's just, yeah, it's just like you said, soaking it up while you can, while it's available. Yeah. And then, okay. There might be a couple seasons of like, okay, that's not going to work out. We'll catch you after we'll catch you later. Yeah. No yeah. big deal. Yeah. Um, but at least like embracing the messy, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> and, and every aspect and every aspect or, you yeah. know, like somebody's like, 
can I come over and help you with something? Or can we come see you? And you know, in your heart of hearts, it'd be so much easier if they just came over and brought you dinner or made dinner or whatever for that night. Like, you know, that would be best case scenario for you and your husband and your baby. But you're like, oh no, like I didn't clean my house because I haven't slept through the night in a week, you know, like also embracing the messy in that way because people don't actually give a shit. Like they don't care and just allow people to embrace you in the ways that they can to help and uplift you you know as long as it's not in a way that is out of alignment for you if that makes sense totally I mean how many times have you had somebody come over your house and you're like oh sorry for the clothes on my bed sorry for the and they're like what like nobody cares like it's it's like this weird thing we all have where we have to like apologize for the state of our house for some reason yeah and it's like literally nobody cares nobody cares um they're not paying attention that closely Mm -hmm. and I feel like yeah just allowing because a lot of times people want to be your friends people love you they want to be involved they want to you know yeah it's 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 fun and it doesn't need to be this type a thing of like oh well we can't go to that event until like we know she won't like you know have a poop explosion it's like come on there may be a poop explosion yeah diapers i will say throw an extra t-shirt we would keep like a men's like ryan's like black t-shirt you know in in the diaper bag that like either one of us could wear in case yeah yeah. explosion (laughs) and one of you caught it you know on your clothing so you're like it's good i love that my clothes it's fine yeah i love that yeah just like totally not being you know yeah having this like weird type a ego about it because it's like why like this is life is happening now yeah you know you want to experience the joy and the funny parts of having a baby well here it is it's being presented to you yeah Um, might as well embrace it and have fun with it yeah babies don't give a crap about your plan they're gonna do what they want to do even if like the last six days this has been their schedule day seven when you make a plan they're gonna do something else yeah yeah they give zero they're like nope Mm -hmm. um actually we're doing this today Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) something about everly i bet she's 16 months now and i've been really hesitant to take her to things because i feel like she's she's kind of a lot she has a big personality and she doesn't care who knows it which is a little different (laughs) from our first experience with emerson but Ever since dance recital was on Saturday, and I was like, Ryan, yeah, a little outfit killed me. Like, somebody needs to be prepared to take this baby if this goes south. And yeah, she was good. I mean, for a 16-month-old, like I think she let out maybe two like screams. But for a kid's recital that goes on yeah. for like two and a half hours, like it was pretty good. It was pretty good. And then when she got antsy, I wasn't a jerk. I got up and removed her from the auditorium. And- I you just roll friend. with it. You know what I mean? People are less concerned than yeah. you think they are. And if they're going to be a butthole about a baby crying, like they're a butthole. It's not any reflection. Exactly. On you. Yeah. No. And it's like, it's like, it will pass. It too shall pass. Like mm-hmm. the baby will stop crying. Everything will be fine. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't need to, you know, the, yeah. the level of stress parents. And of course I don't, I'm not a parent yet, but the level of stress parents put on themselves is like, so to have this like perfect experience in public or with their friends or with their family. It's like, it's okay. Really. Yeah. You know, yeah. people just want to be, they want to be involved and they want to see the, sometimes it's more fun for things to be more realistic and not so like curated and like, 
you know, we have this perfect routine. It's like, okay, we have a routine and like everything, literally everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. And it's kind of funny. And then we were, had to do all this stuff and now we're exhausted. And I think if you can keep your sense of humor, like, yeah, like, yeah. I think we're just the way Seth and I are, we're just, we're very good. We're a very good team. And yeah, I mean, we really think we just, you got, you gotta, you gotta have fun. You gotta, cause it's so ridiculous. You know, sometimes what life throws at you and like one night our big big dog boon you know <laughs> did I tell you I told you the poop story yeah you told me the poop story because I remember being yeah. like this perfect training good lord it was so bad it was yeah. like the poor the poor thing you know he got his teeth cleaned and I guess anesthesia just totally messed with his stomach yeah. and um we came we came home and I don't even know how to explain it it was, it was like oh god he was covered you know and um the poor thing he just we just we're like shocked. We didn't, know, we didn't expect it um, to be that bad. And um, uh, yeah, so imagine trying to wash poop off a 70 pound hound dog who is afraid of bathtubs, right? So, so that's fine. Okay. So we like have these like stupid gloves on. Seth just, you know, has like little gloves from like his old days on the ambulance or whatever. Yeah. So he's got these like rubber gloves. You might still want those with diapers too. Keep it separate. I know. Yeah, Seth is like still never changed a diaper in his life. So I'm like, can't wait. Cannot wait for his first experience. Yeah. Which is hilarious because he's a firefighter. So he sees like everything under the sun you've ever imagined. The most gnarliest things. But he's like, I've never changed a diaper. I'm like, okay. Sidebar, Um, the first time he like gags with like the tears in the eyes, let me know because I will have a nice struggle over that. Like, I'm sure he's seen some things, but there are some of those diapers that you're like, oh, yeah, right. I know, I know. I that's what's so funny is like he's you know, you can just imagine in your mind's eye the sorts of things he smelled and seen at work. And he's like, he also said that he's like, I don't know, man, I don't know the you know, baby poop. So it's just funny. So back to your buddy Boone and having to clean up the the poop explosion. Oh, so we went to the, you know, it was like February. So we went to the garage and um, it was like 20 degrees out. Excellent. Excellent (laughs) weather for this. Oh, it was like 1130 at night too. Luckily we kind of closed our garage door and we have like this like warm water setting, I guess, on our um, outdoor faucet. So that's great. Except it our faucet our hose was um frozen right mm-hmm. so we rush over to our neighbors and we're like sos at 11 30 uh, at night yeah and like of course neighbor. we're all just hanging out so they just like dropped oh, us off and we're like it. and we we're like wait wait don't go to bed emergency boone <laughs> boone is covered in poop and so uh we're just like we're just like scrubbing him down i think i shampooed him like twice it was just uh it was like midnight by the time we got done and we both looked at each other oh and there was like a mat by the door that was just all sorts of ruined and we didn't even like speak words we just grabbed it and we threw it right in the dumpster we were like thank you mat doormat but this is not salvageable the next day we were laughing so we're like we didn't even communicate we just like literally like i rolled it up and handed it to him and he delivered it to the trash that's so no words (laughs) <laughs> that is going to be so helpful that you guys already have that like yeah yeah we already have that like let's just speak in our minds about like yeah. what yeah yeah so we were like you know what this is good training because yeah. when our baby is just a full-on disaster 
putting our bait, our, you know, little tiny baby um, and getting them cleaned up is going to be a lot simpler than a 70 pound dog that refuses in the garage that refuses to go in the bathtub. So yeah, we thought, we kind of saw that as like a, you know, we're like, okay. Yeah. It will be easier than that, but it's still a whole thing for sure. Right. Right. Like, of course, that's just like a, such a simplistic thing. Cause there's so many different layers to that, but yeah, Seth always says, he's like, look, if I can wake up in the middle of the night for people, I don't know, I can wake up in the middle of the night for like our kid. Yeah. We're going to do another episode after you have this baby and you get settled, mm-hmm. but like, I cannot wait to hear like how he reacts to hearing the baby cry. Like, is he going to launch out of bed or is he going to sleep right through it? Or do you need to get whatever alarm bell system that they have at the firehouse to oh, like, I know it's like, yeah. so dramatic because not only is he a career firefighter but at home he's a volunteer firefighter for our area so I didn't know that yeah because in all of his free time you know he can just it's just he, why not why not Naturally. also be a volunteer firefighter right when you already do it for your job but like you know we're near the parkway so if people people sometimes try to drive off the parkway or get stuck. like the lady in the sweater yes the lady in the sweater who was quote unquote, going to get groceries, but instead she drove off the Blue Ridge Parkway. She's okay, hmm. which is why she's I, okay. Yeah. 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 She made it. She made it. Um, it was not her time. It was not her quite, time. It was quite bizarre. Stuff like that. So whole like the tones will go off in our house, you know, and the radios. Isn't that excellent? Yeah. So, and like on the weekend, he, he turns it off for weeknights, but on the weekends, he's like, okay, I'm turning the tones on. So, uh, like the other night, weekend night, you know, it's like, I wake up three times. It's like somebody's having chest pains in Weaverville or something like that, you know? Mm. So he'll, he'll go, you know, if it's like a fire or like a local call, but I know it's going to be really, it's just, it's going to be uh, I think he is like amazing, but y'all may need to figure out another system for that because when you are tired and you hear he's going to turn it off, like two towns over, like, I think he's going to turn it off. I think for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to have to. For his volunteers, of course, he'll show up for his job when he's on yeah, 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 like extra stuff. He's like, probably going to love sleeping at work because his sleep will be probably less interrupted than with the baby. Yeah. You know what? That's it. We can cover, we can cover that on the next pod. We can, we can be like, is his sleep better at home or yes. at work? Yes. Because he's still, you know, he'll have nights where he runs all night. Yes. What, I, I want to know. I want to know the T is he going to be, could you, here's a bar chart. Like, could you fill in all the hours <laughs> yeah. of consecutive sleep you got each night for each location? Yeah. This yeah. is interesting. This is yes. interesting. I feel like I couldn't imagine. I mean, he literally, his sleep is interrupted like so much and he's able to fall back asleep, but imagine like, I mean, sometimes they see some gnarly stuff in the middle of the night and then you're like, you just go back to bed. You just kind of saw something really terrible of sweet dreams. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of like you got to be a certain personality or you got to have certain, like, I don't know, to be in a, it's, it's very interesting. I always find it very interesting. You got to be a yeah certain type of person. I think it might be a good opportunity for you though. And I don't, I have an idea of what your feeding strategy might be. I don't know. We don't have to get into it if you don't want to, but no, you know, well, maybe, open, you know. maybe pump and have a bottle available so that if he's ready mm-hmm. to jump, then he can oh, jump totally. and you can sleep a little bit. You know, no, that's totally a good point. Like he is, 
that's that's what I'm super thankful for because he's it's not like going to be this new thing for him to like get woken up all night I mean that's literally that's literally his job it's like getting a fire truck and like at 3 a.m and be like what huh like that's just part of it so for him what'd you say I just can't imagine I can't imagine like, I, I had a hard enough time like getting from one you know place to the other and getting the things that you need in between um yeah. for those like, who don't you- do direct feeding you know how would I get in a truck and go deliver first aid to somebody exactly like you have to you're you were just sleeping and then you're all of a sudden you have to like do your job to your best ability I mean that's pretty that's right, pretty right. but put all the gear on correctly for your own safety yeah. and then yeah no right yeah and so I think that he will be it'll be a perfect situation to have the uh just the little walk the stumble to the kitchen And that's where we pause for this week. We had some technical difficulties that decided that this is where this part of the conversation would end. So pause, we must. Here are a few of my favorite morsels from this conversation. And although they were in reference to labor, delivery, and having a baby, I believe they can apply to many areas beyond parenthood. Number one, hard just means hard. It doesn't have to mean that something is bad or negative. Two, embrace and surrender. Three, Beyond fear is so much abundance. Four, the idea of allowing versus forcing. And five, it's not that deep. Let those sink in for a moment. Where in your life could one of those hold meaning for you today? Thanks for joining me today. You can catch part two of this conversation next time. Until then, come hang out with me on socials at having a mom moment on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're interested in sharing your own motherhood experience or share knowledge on a topic that's helpful for moms, I would love to connect. Go ahead and fill out that guest application form in the show notes and we can start planning your episode. In case no one has told you today, you are amazing. You are loved. And I am so proud of the woman that you are. Until next time. Bye.